here in my garage just bought a new Lamborghini fun to drive up here in the Hollywood Hills but you know what I like a lot more than materialistic things thought cops Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we talk about what's outraging the internet, and then we let you be the judge, we let you be the jury, we let you be the executioner, too. In the court of public opinion, coming to you live from Neo Chicago, I'm Officer Kevin. And I'm Officer Grant. That's my motorcycle in the background. How the hell you doing, man? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Great. Let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last week, Danny Shadow Forks Thompson. Clap it up for Danny. What a good guy. What a fun time we had. Isn't that right, As Grant? we go on, we remember. Let's uh, get to this week's guest. That's right. We got a new guest this week uh, coming here. New to the Thought Cops family, we got Derek Acosta from Mega64. What's up, Derek? Oh, what's happening, everybody? Uh, proud to be the newest member of the Thought Cops family. I feel like I've uh, finally been adopted by people who care about me. You know, we're a big family, but everybody gets love equally here. <laughs> it's sort of a... It's, it's kind of like it's communism, but for love. I think it's a freaking free love movement over here. You could say sounds like some hippie hippie ass shit going on. Uh, Yeah, we can't we can't be doing this, Kevin. We're we're a free love commune. Come on, we're pro censorship authoritarians. We can't be tossing out free love and this type of shit. You guys are getting uh, soft in your old age. Yeah, Yeah, it's so many episodes down the drain. You know, you just lose your way. Uh, But Derek. Pleasure to have you here, man. I've uh, been a well, get it out of the way now. I've been a long time Mega sixty four fan, so thanks, guys. There it is. Happy to be uh, here. You're- thanks for having me. And I've also been a long time uh, Mega sixty four fan uh, because of Kevin, <laughs> yeah. because of him showing us yeah. uh, all, like every video. We'd just we'd be at parties and people would be walking out the door and we'd be watching like three or four hours worth of Mega sixty four videos, oh, laughing our asses totally off. Totally unrelated. People walking out the door. Yeah, the timeline's not important there, but uh, Derek, you also got your own side project with Mega64 Heart Slayers. That's right. Yes, I uh, I do the Heart Slayers podcast. It's a dating and relationship podcast. Let's be honest. I ripped off Loveline. Uh, it's the internet version of Loveline. Uh, it's great. I like doing it. I like hearing gossip. I like hearing people's drama. Um a lot of people out there in love with their best friend's girlfriend, but that's okay. Uh, Jesse's girl scenario, man. It's serious. It's like 90% of the calls we get. Uh, I'm in love with my best friend's girlfriend. So I'm getting really good yeah, at I've, answering that question. I've watched a whole bunch, man. I've, I've, 
I'm a big fan of that too. I've thought about calling in. Uh, a little too scared to do it, but maybe one day I'll work up the courage. Now What's your relationship you know. drama? What's going on? Oh boy, where to begin? <laughs> how long? How long do you have? Yeah, right. Uh, this episode runs about an hour, right? No, yeah. Um, you know what? I, I I would tell you, but I don't want the fans to be worried about me. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? We're the all fans are already worried that, about us for that, anyways. You yeah. call into my show, and we'll get into it. Yeah, I'll, I'll call in anonymously one day. Do um, you find that like doing that show that have you developed a sense for when people are sort of hamming it up? We've only had one guy really ham it up. Uh, he called in pretending to be an old man, which was <laughs> fucking stupid. Like, I, this guy must have been like 20 years old. Uh, hey, uh, I'm old and, uh, I, uh, you know, I asked him like typical old man questions. Like, so do you have grandkids? Oh, I don't know. You don't know if you have grandkids. Give me a break. Come on. Typical old man. Luckily, most people take it kind of seriously, which I'm happy about. Um, people are willing to put their hard on the line and open up and be vulnerable uh, to strangers, you know, and have us gossip openly about their situation. It's cool. I like it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You and uh, Meg Turner host it, and it's bi-weekly? It started out bi-weekly. We've since bumped up to weekly, um, but every once in a while, regular Mega 64 business gets in the way. We take calls live at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Monday, so we try to do it every single week. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's nice to just kind of get... I always like when a lot of comedic content creators go just get, take a moment to be sincere. And Heart Slayers definitely delivers on that. Especially um, in this post-ironic apocalyptic hell world right, that we're all yeah, living in, this, honk, uh, honk. Yeah, it's almost uh, the edgiest thing you can do is is be authentic. We're getting there, man. Uh, weirdly enough. Yeah. But, you know, you also do some work in the San Diego film scene. I don't know if you want to talk about that too much or... Yeah, sure. I'm involved in the San Diego film scene. Like you said, I work with a, a group called San Diego Film Consortium, which is kind of like the governing body, sort of, here in San Diego in the film scene um, going on in this town. They do San Diego Film Awards. They do a festival called San Diego Film Week. And, um, yeah, I'm... I'm their guy. I work with them. Uh, I'm like their web content. I don't know. Experts. So you cut I out there for a sec. What was it? Am I still here? Yeah, you cut out for a, uh, one second. You, you said web mind. and oh. then we didn't hear the rest. I'm like their web content guy, the expert, the resident expert. Mega 64 is arguably the biggest YouTube channel in San Diego uh, being run out of San Diego. I can't think of anybody else in San Diego who's, um, bigger than us <laughs> not to toot my own horn but uh <laughs> well so i bring that expertise to the film consortium i teach a couple classes with them and help them run the the film awards and and some oh that's really cool stuff. i didn't know about that yeah awesome awesome cool well happy to have you here man thanks guys yeah i'm psyched uh speaking of getting psyched we've been uh doing a lot more streaming on twitch on our end uh we, we mentioned are before, affiliate status we're affiliate status you can donate money can finally for tell some my reason. dad have him be proud of me tell your dad you're Maybe. playing video games for five bucks a month oh yeah. man nice it's incredible your dad Living is so life. jealous <laughs> jealous much i've uh, been streaming with grant uh friend of the show nico we've been streaming a lot of super mario rpg this week uh, as well as our friend josh uh aka sleep science just who hey whoever comes through the door we're just get on cam i'm playing mario rpg watch me play the game uh that's about it 
Yeah. Are you and enjoying Mario RPG? Question. Have you played it before? Yeah, I played it as a kid. I haven't played it since then. Okay. And I actually like it a lot. I think it holds up really well. Yeah, definitely. Nice. I played it as a kid, too. I hated it back then. <laughs> See, I feel like I, I think it's pro- out of all like the Mario RPG, Paper Mario, all those games. I think that I've just I think Mario RPG is probably my favorite one. It just feels the most whole to me. I didn't understand RPGs when I was a kid. There's too many options. My child mind got confused. Yeah, I think the first RPG I played was uh, like Pokemon Red version. And then okay. I played Mario RPG as like a few years after that. Just. Yeah, that's got to be my first one, Pokemon. That's everybody's baby's first right, RPG. Yeah. Everybody goes exactly. through that. <laughs> and maybe you dabble in some Final Fantasy and then soon enough, who knows? Uh, but yeah, is there any other... Uh, yeah, real quick housekeeping. Uh, leave us some uh, leave us some five star reviews on iTunes. We'll read them on the show, please. Uh, we haven't done one in a while because no one's left one in a while. Leave a couple of those. Tis, tis. Uh, subscribe to us on patreon.com slash thought cops. You can join our discord. Listen to these shows live as we do them. Some of these freaks are in the chat right now. Somebody's talking about on the stream. I found Peach's dildo in Mario RPG. That is a weird easter there's, egg or something it's yeah not. there's a couple of uh, weird easter eggs weird yeah. sexual easter eggs it's it's not explicit but somebody in the stream was telling me to go look for it and i'm like i don't think that's in the game and then it's like i definitely remember that yeah, yeah. i don't know i guess it's up to interpretation and whether or not that's what it was but you know you got to tune in to find out as far as i'm concerned you're gonna need to argue why that's not peach's dildo before you convince me of anything and i got no argument against it so oh, logic stands yeah, to, yeah. The dildo is real. So getting on to that, uh, that old famous segment we do here in the show, Two Minutes of Hate. We blanket punish any annoying online trends, behaviors, even people sometimes. So I'll get off here. Uh, my Two Minutes of Hate this week is money memes. All right, this might be a little bit confusing at first, but these are things, basically that picture of Fry where he's holding up the cash and he's like, take my money. Yeah. And people post that on... Like, I know I saw a lot of it after E3. People were posting, like, uh, Kratos from God of War punching some other character from the game. And it's, like, me, my wallet after E3. Just, I don't know, man. It just, it's so, it just be responsible, you know? Have some self, have some fucking self-control. Don't spend all your money on video games. Keep some money in the bank. Keep some money in your wallet. You never know when you're going to need it. And uh, just don't be out here acting like uh fry from the cartoon futurama saying that you're just gonna be giving out your money to anybody anyone who's on the street saying we got the we got the new pokemon game poke i know you love pokemon as a kid here's pokemon sword here's pokemon shield and then here i am with the reply futurama with the money and i'm buying both of them and i can't afford groceries this month fucking kidding me i'm sorry that's uh yeah, I don't know. That's, you look like you got something to say. Well, hopefully, you know, Andrew Yang, uh, we're, we're, we're currently missing the Democratic debates uh, oh, you know, in, order to, in order to bring you guys content. So uh, oh boy. hopefully Andrew Yang's uh, $1,000 a month, you know, gamer uh, bucks. Ho- hopefully, yeah, he, he does something for the gamers, too. Yeah. I think we all need that. Andrew Yang's money, the new meme. <laughs> yeah, these. Hey, what if, if I guarantee if he comes out with that in tonight's debates, uh, I think he's got it. If he, if, he <laughs> if he posts throws, the fry meme says take my money <laughs> vote for me take my money he'll get he'll get uh the millennial vote for sure right. i guess 
And he's got my vote, at least. Uh, no, but for real, I don't want him to do that. I don't want to see anyone do this. I, I just, I don't know. It's mostly just like like every single two minutes of Hey We Do here in the show. It's just the inauthenticity of it. The copy and paste of it. Yeah, if they were authentically posting fry memes. No, if I want to see own the fuck up. This is your punishment. I want to see you take that. Mo- I want to see all the like withdraw a bunch of cash from the bank. Show me the money, and I want to see you flush it down the toilet because that's what's going to happen when you waste your time buying all these video games. You're kind of like the Joker of the show destroying money to send a message i'm a little twisted some some of my friends at work they're like oh this guy's twisted my <laughs> my coworkers are like oh man that guy over there it's a little twisted yeah anyway I see the world you, do the burn. you yeah. know some you know some people see the world a little differently i want to see you know i i let my agent of chaos baby do you do the pencil trick one too many times at work i tried once didn't work um don't want to talk about it uh derek did you have a two minutes of hate anything you want to get off your chest uh two minutes of hate uh i saw this is such a minor thing but i saw a meme image posted today which is uh i mean i have it here somebody posted this sign i think in new york in big bold red letters and it said i did the being edgy and self-depreciating thing it gets old i want to be soft and easily impressed I want to appreciate all the little things that make me happy the same way I've dwelled on every single thing that upsets me. Uh, and people were like the really hell? just eating it up. Like it was a really empowering statement. And for whatever reason, it pissed me off. Like what a, what a horrible thing to uh, uh, aspire to be. I want to be slow and easily impressed. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. That sounds fucking stupid. It's sad, really. Yeah, it's that's uh, that's the old white flag of failure. Yeah, but then the more I thought about it, it was like I did the being edgy and self depreciating thing. Uh, but you're still doing it with this stupid fucking sign. You're literally yeah, self depreciating your old self. And then uh, it's like a big, yeah, bold red sign posted up on New York. That's fucking edgy, bro. Like you haven't changed. I don't know. No, I'm right there with you, man. I I, I was reading something on Twitter, like some long. I don't want to say who it was, but they put this long uh, tweet thread about how they used to be edgy. They used to be whatever, whatever, whatever. And it was this whole thing about how irony is bad no matter what. And it's like, yeah, there's plenty of people who, you know, maybe they're pretend like they're doing irony and they're not doing irony. I know. You know what? We've talked so much about irony this month. I almost feel sick. This show is seeped in irony. It's so bad. I can't even see it for what it is anymore. But irony is a powerful tool to make important points sometimes and for better or for worse yeah yeah and i i do think sometimes you know like we were talking about being sincere is a way to cut through that but you need to know what to be sincere about you need to have some tact yeah and i'm going to go on the record and say what derek is explaining i don't think was being sincere stuff i would say the overly performative sincerity is just about as far as you can get from actual sincerity yeah that's just a call for attention, in my opinion. I just felt like the whole statement was fake, you know? Like, I'm done being self-depreciating exactly. because yeah. I used to be self-depreciating and I was a piece of shit. It's like, okay, are you really Keep done? being self-depreciating. Uh, I don't want to be fucking edgy anymore, so I posted this sign about how I'm not edgy in the, anymore in the middle of town. Deal with it. You said this was just some guy in New York City with a sign? Uh, it was, like, posted on a billboard. I'm not sure what city it was. Oh, God. 
Um, they even still like just put to put it on a billboard is to put anything like, on a billboard. How how much more could you just be like, hey, look at me? You yeah. know, like yeah. I know that's the whole point of the internet. I mean, but goddamn, it's you know, it was just a One sign one. posted anonymously somewhere instead of actually going around being easily impressed by stuff like, wow, look at that cool painting, little kid. This guy just posted a sign. I dream of being easily impressed someday. I've evolved, normies. It's like every uh, every compliment that guy gives you from now on is going to mean nothing. Yeah, the guy who gonna make, he's easily impressed by everything. Right. He's yeah. like, hey, my standards are now very, very low. So you did a great job on this painting you made. Oh, it's great. Thanks, Dad. You know, there's always the people you know in your life who it's like sometimes, you know, somebody who you're like, oh, this person's hard to get a laugh out of. And then when you get that little smirk, you're like. I really felt good about that. Yes. But then if that if that person was all of a sudden just like, oh, I'm I'm happy now. I'm satisfied with my life and I anything anyone does will impress me because my standards are so low. And if you got a smile out of them at that point for your joke, you're like you're on the train home and you're thinking was that really funny? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that person loses all their credibility. You can't trust somebody who can't even stay true to themselves. Come on. Yes. You've built a whole persona for years you're gonna throw it out the window what does that say about you not to say that people yeah people not to say people shouldn't grow but hey you know maybe i am i mean isn't that <laughs> isn't that sort of an anti-growth mentality though because in a, in a certain sense at least in a creative sense i think being sort of unhappy with your work and working to constantly improve it and stuff like that is always a powerful important thing to do uh being just a blind consumer of things and being easily entertained is one like one of the worst sort of american stereotypes that we just sit and we clap at sitcoms that aren't funny and we just eat slop that you know isn't good but we're fucking addicted to it like i don't want to live that life i want i'd rather be semi unhappy you know and go through life and try and do better for myself than be you know a fucking pig in a cage on antibiotics <laughs> the, the real growth and change you, you don't need to announce to the world like just want to let you exactly, know exactly yes uh, i'm easily impressed now i'm a i'm a happy person now just want to let everybody know about that uh, if you were so happy you wouldn't need to announce it and actually speak louder than words too yeah. that you uh, just go about your de- your life that can you hear me now cell phone spokesperson he used to be with verizon now he's with sprint i fucking hate that guy that guy's a traitor, you know? I can't trust anything he says. Oh, you like that cell phone company? Now this one's better? Who's going to pay you next, bro? Get out of here. That guy. So, Derek, if you could punish this man, this man on the billboard, how would you do it? I would show him the most unimpressive shit possible. No, he's not allowed to see... Uh, authentic art anymore if anybody worked hard on anything he's banned from participating because he has self-proclaimed that he is easily impressed so mm-hmm. here you go here's a uh, art from the local kindergarten uh, you can only go to the kindergarten <laughs> art museum from now on here's a homemade movie uh that a 12 year old made uh no more blockbuster hollywood films for you no more going to disneyland for that guy you go to the pool party in the kiddie pool at your sister's backyard and, you know, hang out with the babies. What do you care? You're easily impressed. You know, you appreciate the little things now. Good for you. Yeah, slow down and smell the fucking roses. Yeah. You just turn this guy into a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's fitting. All your friends are babies. You can only look at baby artwork. 
know that's his dream i want to go back to the simpler times all right here's the crayola crayons here's your diaper (laughs) (laughs) simple times ahead congratulations oh Oh, god he's definitely not allowed to put billboards up in the city anymore it's too advanced babies are scared of heights yeah you can't get up there (laughs) get a coloring book and you write your messages in there (laughs) and make some of the letters spelled backwards please that's how you know a kid wrote it. Yeah, exactly. Because one of the letters is backwards. Because we're going to lower our standards for you. Right. Well, All right. I got a, I got a two minutes of hate. Nice. Um, every once in a while, there will be viral footage of a child and a number of different children do this. There was one, uh, there was one kid in particular, maybe a year or two ago that got famous for this, but uh, kids who mimic like Bruce Lee movies, or I saw one on Reddit that was uh, um, uh, like a kid doing the scene from Rocky where he's training and these kids that are in front of the TV and as Bruce Lee's doing all these crazy fight moves oh, with yeah. nunchucks and stuff. <laughs> I know the exactly. The kid's doing, what you know, in, in exact unison with the, with the scene. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah, that's something I've seen shared on Facebook a lot where yeah. it's like, oh, your kid can use nunchucks or not even your kid. This is like somebody else's kid. And like, yeah, it's somebody- not even your kid. Why are you so excited? It's not yours. And the problem, too, is when this person has kids, it's just like, gee, I wish this was mine. <laughs> My kid can't fucking do nunchucks. And it's it's technically entertaining. But like, here's the technically thing. sure. Here's the thing. I could beat the shit out of that kid. That's true. <laughs> what do you want to fight me, kid? What are, you, what are you trying to prove here? I could beat up so many toddlers. This kid thinks he's tough now. It's <laughs> a shit. Just run by and just punt him. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nunchucks won't do you a whole lot of good. Bruce Lee's no. fighting people in those movies. So let's get to the next scene. Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> and this will inspire the child to to get better get better this is you're, you're giving the child an origin story that's incredible. yeah yeah absolutely is origin. that your punishment too I, you you just get to beat him up yeah, i get to beat up a toddler oh <laughs> uh, you've been waiting i could beat up so many toddlers it wouldn't even be easy i could beat up thousands of toddlers it'd be so easy you're that's actually jail. a good question yeah i mean before the like how many toddlers could you beat up before the cops show up like, we, are, got, we are the cops, so the infinite. real cops, the you know the blue lives matter. I don't, ones. Be, I don't believe in. I don't believe in cops. I think we're them. Okay, your punishment I'm, is going to you know it's a punishment on yourself. It's illegal to beat up these kids. Maybe we should make them fight each other. <laughs> now that would be entertaining. Yeah. That would be. Like, I want to see a kid dancing around in front of the TV. I want to see two kids in a fucking ring, man. The octagon. Get in there, fucking. Go at it. Bloody noses. Throw one kid a nunchuck, uh, the other one a chair. Yeah. UFTC Ultimate Fighting <laughs> Toddler Championship. Coming soon to ESPN2. Little kids kicking each other's asses. Hey, like I said, we've all been waiting. Not just Grant. We're all waiting. In my opinion, it's just what America needs. Tonight, little kid Bruce Lee versus little kid Rocky. Who's going to win? Hey, that's that's... That's a that's a good that's a good point because there were so many uh especially in Bruce Lee's heyday people were like yeah Bruce Lee does movies and stuff but uh you know could he fight someone like Muhammad Ali like who would win in a fight Bruce Lee versus Muhammad Ali so baby Bruce Lee versus baby Muhammad Ali see who you know go at it 
fight see what happens i heard some stories like that bruce lee would always get challenged to fights when he was uh getting big in hollywood because people thought he was a bullshitter and like he didn't actually know martial arts and he would like destroy people there was i'm familiar with one story in particular where uh there was a guy from a rival school that was upset about bruce lee teaching uh Americans uh like Chinese martial arts and uh I can't forget I can't forget the name of the guy but that was definitely one of his big fights um like big street fights that was sort of has this mythological lore to it Bruce Lee started in like street gangs uh actually yeah, just being that- a street brawler So if these kids want to pretend to be Bruce Lee I mean let's get real we know what they need to do They need to build themselves up Yeah Join a Chinese street gang. Dude, you're going to have a Move bunch of America like, in like 20 years. You're going to have a bunch of grown ass toddlers coming to your house to beat the shit out of you. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you bastard. I heard you on thought hey. cops in 2019. Guess what? <laughs> I'm full grown now, bitch. You want to see my Bruce Lee moves? I'll be, I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. I'll be sitting here meditating for the next 10 years until they grow up. And meanwhile, while you do that, let's get on to our meat and potatoes of the show. So if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often very unusual punishment. So let's get right to it. Um, Let's, because uh, I know that this is a big uh, part of Mega64 lore, so why don't we, or at least a a big talking point that seems to come up a lot. Yes. Neon Genesis Evangelion, now on oh, Netflix. Oh, yeah, right. that's right. And some people are, surprise, surprise, kind of mad about it. It's like we have a reason to do this show yeah. every week. Oh, give me a fucking reason, man. So people are upset, I guess, for a few different issues. One, they didn't have the ending theme song, not the end of the world. Two, I guess some of the translations were a little bit off, uh, specifically... I was hearing. I have. I haven't rewatched it on Netflix. Uh, have you seen it, Derek, on Netflix? No, I haven't watched it on Netflix. Uh, but I've seen the show many times, so I feel yeah, like I don't same. need to watch it on Netflix. I mean, how many times have you exactly? Watched it? So I, I got the right things. So people, you know, I guess they change. I guess Netflix changed the Shinji Kuaru relationship dynamic to be purely platonic. Supposedly. I guess, and yeah. So and like. I, you know, I know that some of the original translations, it's up in the air whether or not it could be, couldn't be, but I guess it does heavily imply that there was something more happening there. So, you know, people are saying it's, I guess, you know, by erasure. People are saying that, I guess, they're, you know, everybody's complaining about that. They're complaining about the line in the movie where Shinji jerks off into his hand and instead of saying, I'm so fucked up, he says, I'm the lowest of the low. Maybe that's too literal of a translation. I don't know. Yeah. Who cares, man? <laughs> yeah, right. It's fucking baby cartoons. No, we love we love Ava, man. We reviewed it for our uh, spinoff podcast. They, yeah, they, and that was the they fucked up the scene where the ahead. cartoon jerks off. God, what an outrage! In the first in the first minute, you got cartoons jerking off. What's next? He got me hooked. Boy, boys inside of their own mechanical mothers. Japan, man. They're I don't know Japan or rock and roll, and it's out there. All that other stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I I only just watched this when you made me watch it uh, a couple months ago. You you're painting me out to be this villain. 
Like I'm, I'm forcing you to watch Maggie sixty four. I'm Every forcing you to watch Evangelion. A villain. Uh, a villain. You should a be vi- thanking me. His cultural ambassador. Without you, you'd be clueless. I'd be lost. I'd be fat, happy, content with my life. You know, It'd be I, depressing. I, you know, I'm going to go on record here and say uh, I'm a bit of an influencer. Yeah. At least, at least in Grant's apartment, I am. True. Nice. So I also want to share. I this. follow you on Instagram. That's true. I don't know if that counts. Eh, it counts for something. But I also want to say here. Kotaku, yeah, it was Kotaku, put out a great article on the subject. Uh, oh, God, no. I see the I see the article headline already. Uh, Derek, I don't I'm know if you've seen PTSD. this article or not, but Kotaku put out an article titled, It's Okay to Not Like Evangelion. I'm looking at this hey, can we all Can we all breathe a sigh of relief? It's uh, okay not to like it. Who the fuck wrote this piece of shit article? Cecilia uh, did... I can't even pronounce that last name. Simplify that. Cecilia, you're on blast. Yeah. Thanks for permission to be upset about the anime that um, everybody's already upset about, Cecilia. Don't know what I'd do without your contributions to the world of journalism here. I was actually stressing myself out about kind of not liking Evangelion, but, you know, thanks, Cecilia, for the fucking pat on the back. (laughs) I could finally go to sleep at night. It's, uh, man, I hate hate journalism like this. Where's the ethics in games journalism? Am I right, guys? <clears throat> um yeah any any article that gives me permission to be mad because anyway i'm already a mad dude i don't need your permission why are you why are you goading me cecilia i got anger issues to begin with you should be telling me to calm down this this article is way too long given the subject matter yeah this is uh i, I mean, we got about 45 paragraphs uh here you know <laughs> i guess she could have said like more a, she may have held back this is a like a a uh, three sentence conversation you would have with a drunk friend at the bar, like someone's going off about it. like, yeah, it's uh, the dub is bad and uh, they didn't include fly me to the moon. And you just go, hey, listen, it's it's OK if you don't like it. I don't really care. Yeah. What congr- you do. Congratulations. End of conversation. Move on. Congratulations. Yeah. How's your job going? Oh, you don't have one. Oh. Watch more Evangelion. <laughs> you know, that's what the, you know, this person, this is their job is telling you that it's, this person makes a living telling people that it's okay not to like a cartoon. I don't know if I like that job or not, to be honest, because at the same time, it's like, yeah, I love talking about stuff I like, but at what cost, you know? You know, with the whole translation thing, too, as far as I understand, the show came out in 1996. It's been translated multiple times. Uh, the stuff that everybody's pissed off about is like the second or third iteration of that translation. It wasn't even the original text to begin with. So, you know, these people are mad now. They'll retranslate the show later. They'll be mad all over again. Cecilia will have to write a whole nother article a decade from now reiterating that it's okay to be mad at this anime. Oh, there's a horrible line in this article that says, uh, if the show's famously shitty ending made you violently break your pocky stick in half. Oh, Jesus and Christ. And want to forget you ever heard of Evangelion, there isn't anything wrong with you. Oh, my God. First of all, I like the ending of this show. Yeah, um, I, I, liked I liked it too, yeah. I prefer the movie, but I like the show ending too. I like them both. Uh, like I said, I've watched the show a couple of times. It's not that bad, but if we're talking about violently breaking my pocky stick... <laughs> <laughs> You should my pocky stick is completely flaccid yeah. right now. My pockies have been reduced to dust in my anger about Evangelion. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Christ. So there actually may have been some good to come out of this. 
So with all of the complaining about the, tra- mostly as far as the mistranslations for Shinji and Kawaru, are you all familiar with the Sailor Moon debacle, the English Sailor Moon dub? No. Where there is something similar. Two of the Sailor Scouts were, uh, I guess it was heavily implied they were lesbians, but the American dub would always refer to them as friends or cousins. Yeah, that, That's- that shit pisses me off, man. That seems to happen. I've seen that happen in a couple of like Nintendo games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where uh, what uh, Paper Mario, uh, the Thousand Year Door, the one character was supposed to be trans, and yeah. they just sort of went, "Oh, it's a girl," but it's it's very obviously someone who's like in drag, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, Americanized versions of things tend to go, "Oh, well, what about the children? What will the children think if they?" Know that sometimes people put on other people's clothes or whatever. No, uh, Nintendo's always trying to imply that there's not an incestual relationship between Mario and Luigi, and that, that fucking pisses me <laughs> off. Honestly, like, what the fuck? They're- yeah, I was thinking over the weekend, like, in Mario RPG, you know, Nintendo just completely erased the sexual tension between Gino and Mallow. Is What's up with that? No, no, it's not a thing. But God, I wish weren't you were telling me that. Were you- no, we were just goofing. Okay. Because I, th- I thought you were serious. And so Viz Media said that, this is their tweet, they said the team here at Viz was very excited to take on the honor of localizing Sailor Moon, especially acknowledging that Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus, <laughs> I mean Uranus, I don't know why the fuck I said it like that, are not Cause friends. Because you're fishing for cheap laughs. I'm honestly not. I'm just- Sailor Uranus. <laughs> that they're not just friends, but in fact partners. You think they would have said this if the Evangelion thing didn't happen? Or that it wasn't Pride Month. You think they would have said anything? Is the Sailor Moon thing recent? No, I mean, Sailor Moon's been out since the 90s. No, I mean, because I'm, like, not familiar at all with no, they what just, you're talking about. No, they just decided about. to say out of the blue, hey, by the way, these two characters are lesbians. Oh, okay. You know, in case you guys want to come over here and watch our cartoon. Oh, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen that news story either, but what does it matter? They are, they aren't. She's taking her fucking make like, no difference to me. She's taking her TR off and throwing it at bad guys. Like, who cares? Yeah, what you know, as long as they're killing the bad guys, I don't care what they do in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that all that being said about Evangelion, about anime in general, Sailor Moon, gotta punish somebody here. By the way, I just want to point out, Kaoru is not even human. He is uh, the final angel. He's like an alien True. sent to destroy all of mankind. So not a good guy. Yeah. I'm upset that he doesn't want to fuck the main character, but uh, I'm more upset that he wants to wipe out all of humanity. Yeah, there's uh, there's bigger things at play here. Anyway, I, I guess think, I think I think Netflix gets the uh, the stick for this because yeah, they they fucked up. Who's they, uh, the uh, who's the Netflix CEO? Uh, Tim Netflix. <laughs> Tim Netflix, you got to jerk off in your hand, and you got to say the f word when you do it, and we got to watch. Make this right. Then we got it. We have to animate that and uh, make it a Netflix original. Yeah, as all things are. That's what uh, the new season of BoJack Horseman starts off with BoJack jerking off on his hands. Oh, I noticed, so fucked up. I noticed like every Christmas season, Netflix puts up like a fireplace, one hour fireplace video. You know, oh, it's holiday time. Enjoy the fireplace. One hour video of the CEO jerking off. That's the punishment. <laughs> oh, okay. Someone in the chat, Lars, said they got... Uh, Netflix CEO's name is Reed no, Hastings. No, no, no. It's, it's, but I know, it's I, Reed Netflix. I personally think that uh, Tim Netflix is funnier. <laughs> so we're just going to go with that. Anyway, moving on. 
Let's let's talk about comedy. You know, this is supposed to be a funny show. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Hey, doing comedy's hard. It's hard work. Yeah. And comedy has had a weird week this week because uh I don't know if you guys heard Louis C.K. Oh, he's back again. Oh, he's oh he's in the news again. Louis C.K. got he, oh, Derek. Just bear with me when I read you this sentence. Louis C.K. gets a standing ovation at Skankfest. Like a ska music festival? Not quite. Uh, Skankfest is yeah. That's what I, I didn't. It's this guy to look up what Skankfest was. Louis so. J. Gomez. He's a New York comedian. He does. Uh, what the fuck is the name of that podcast? He does. I don't know. Something or other. Sorry, this is like so fucking ill-informed as usual uh lewis j gomez does a comedy fest called skank fest every year where a lot of people come across the country come across the world to perform there is he is he the legion of skanks guy that's is that it, it legion of skanks yeah so this is the festival surrounding oh, that Oh, okay yeah i thought it was uh i thought it was like derek said i thought it was a uh ska fest like a ska festival yeah uh, not quite yeah well i don't know yeah louis ck got up at the ska fest and started skanking so hard hey man, ninja the gamer ninja streamed at Lollapalooza, so it's not unheard of yeah louis could be opening up for you know the aquabats mighty mighty boss tones <laughs> put, put louis on trumpet you never know <laughs> he looks like a maybe saxophone i don't know they have saxophones and ska bands. I don't. I don't know. Oh yeah, you're right. No, it's usually horn based. I don't. I don't know what. The, I don't listen to ska. Anyways, so he got a standing ovation. Is there a yeah. is there a problem? Oh well, people are upset. Obviously, I mean, there's a whole debate. There's a lot of people who. I mean, this is the whole. You know, I listen. I play this. I play this character on Thought Cops where I don't say. I don't say my opinion on anything. I just. I just yeah. tell you. I tell it. Hey, you're just reporting the news. Here it is. You make up your own fucking mind. So, so, so what's what's the opinion? I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> people are saying, upset. No, people, that he had yeah, a good so, comedy set. Yeah. So there's been a lot of back and forth. Uh, I know a lot of the women who have dealt with the Louis C.K. stuff. More people have come forward and shared some more stories. People who have worked at the bars that he's done comedy at have said that he's. You know, pulled out his uh, yoo-hoo and whatever else. Uh, Unbelievable. Maybe not the most sensitive language to use on the subject, but <laughs> there was a whole debate. I, I was trying to... I, I was, like, spending the last couple of days trying to follow this and realizing that maybe I don't care that much, but I guess I got to do Thought Cops this week, so... Yeah. Let's find well, out. I heard someone saying... I don't know if this is true or not because I don't read things, uh, but... I heard someone saying, oh, well, this venue that he was playing at didn't have chairs, so everybody was standing anyway. (laughs) That's a good trick. (laughs) That's a a marketing dream. It's like, I I can't decide if that's the best comeback against him or the smartest PR move for him. That's a really smart PR move. Louis C.K. requested all the chairs be removed before his comedy set. Coincidentally, got a standing (laughs) ovation. Uh, He's back. Book him now. So a lot of I've been seeing a lot of podcast drama on Twitter where some people it's honestly been surprisingly split where I've seen half half the people are kind of saying who cares the other half of the people are saying I care he should never be allowed up there I don't know how Good much breakdown of any drama basically uh, some people agree some people don't agree me I don't know safe position to take <laughs> yeah so. I mean, like the guy's not going to stop doing comedy. I don't know. That's all I can think is it's not going to it's not going to stop. I guess if that's 
if this skank fest is ran by a guy who does a show called the legion of skanks uh you know uh that's his show i guess he can book whoever he wants or whatever you know, I, I don't want i don't want to hyper focus on this but josh yeah. did clarify there are absolutely saxophones and ska bands and he had two in his own nice okay oh. we got that squared yeah. away that's covered yeah, that's God. done but does louis ck play the saxophone that's the question you know uh, louis ck supposedly you know whipped it out in front of some people that sucks but i don't know who those people are you know like i'm sorry i i can't recall their names i i would like to support them and side with them i want to go to their comedy show but i i can't locate them anywhere you know we're picking sides here i don't know how to get on the other side that's all i'm saying yeah it just he does well just for the record uh, Legion of Skanks, I think maybe a month or two ago, this was something we didn't have time to talk about on an episode, but they had Milo Yiannopoulos on their show. There isn't Legion of Skanks. I don't know too much about it, but weren't weren't they on the Anthony Cumia network for a long time and then they sort of dipped out after a while? So that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. So yeah, jokes, man. I don't know. It's... It, 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 this does spark the whole debate separating the art from the artist nobody seems to agree on that one way or the other you know some people agree some people disagree and hey, that's just life baby all i, I know is louis ck it's time to embrace it change the name louis c-o-c-k that's all i'm saying <laughs> i that's a great punishment Derek, because people are going to see louis cock on the bill they're going to know you know maybe this isn't for me Maybe you have maybe the controversy and you go, oh, <laughs> I know who this guy is. Right. I don't want him standing you know ovation. What? I'm taking someone out for the night. We're going to a comedy show. If we don't feel like seeing a guy take his dick out, we're just not going to go. And hey, if I feel like it and I see Louis Cock on the headline, I'm going to say. Maybe you know, there's a market of people out there that want to see a guy take his dick out. Exactly. I guess, on and stage. I, yeah, they're, they're definitely, you know, some freak somewhere who want to see that. So. Just not, be honest. Certainly not me. Just put it on the playbill. Louis Cock. Oh. Good enough for me. <laughs> Louis Cock. Anyway, speaking of comedy, oh, God. Two, two titans of comedy are hitting the road this week. That's right. Uh, maybe who, I don't know. Who, when you think titans of comedy, you're t- thinking the two biggest comics you know. Grant, if you didn't look <clears throat> at the document before you saw this, who would you say would be on the bill? The Sklar Brothers. Sklar Brothers. <laughs> You're not thinking Opie and Anthony, Anthony, you're not thinking... Uh, nope, the Sklar Brothers. Sklar Brothers. Well, guess what? It's Roseanne Barr and Andrew Dice Clay. They're hitting the road in the Mr. and Mrs. America tour. Nice. Oh, oh, biggest meaning two fattest comedians uh, in America. <laughs> nice. Is, uh, is Louis Anderson still do comedy? Yeah, he does. He's on some FX show. Oh. But didn't he die? I wonder who's... Or would I think people? I feel like he would have by now. If he it, hasn't died by now, I think it's yeah. just I think his career. Is him dead, dying has been a rumor since like 1996. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. They canceled his cartoon. It was all over. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he, he was of, in, yeah, uh, peaked at life with Louis. He was in some show. Yeah, he's on baskets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still alive. So I guess this is the first time Roseanne's gone public since uh, her show got canceled on ABC. She uh, she was on the she was on Joe Rogan. Now uh, besides that, that doesn't oh, count. Well, I don't know. That's great. We're gonna get peak Roseanne finally. Roseanne Unchained. She can finally say you know the bad shit. <laughs> let it sl- yeah, let it fly. You know, hey, I want to I want to see Andrew Dice Clay 
and Roseanne Barr just do a line of Ambien before the show and let loose. Yeah. Andrew Dice Clay is going to be doing uh, nurse, dirty nursery rhymes, uh, and Roseanne will be acting them out. So that's that's. <laughs> I can't wait to see Roseanne's uh, hilarious takes on AOC. Oh God! What's the deal with this AOC? Huh? <laughs> Hickory <Yeah>. dickory duck. <laughs> I don't want to see Louis Cock. <laughs> AOC, <laughs> blow me. be doing this show what what's andrew dice clay got that we don't uh an iq of 67 like the little kid who watches bruce lee and imitates it you know i just take the andrew dice clay of of the heyday and i'm the new one little dice clay that's me <laughs> i'm just like here banging my head on a fucking brick wall thinking about this uh, it's amazing that this is news, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm getting this off CNN. Holy shit! It is a CNN article. Oh my god! Comedy I love news the fact that So on the CNN article, if you scroll down just a little bit, uh, you see the poster of the tour, and uh, they're using a picture of Andrew Dice Clay, which is clearly from about three decades ago <laughs> because he's old as shit now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is like Andrew Dice Clay 1989. It looks like Andrew Dice Clay yeah. and his grandma on this poster. <laughs> um, is Roseanne have like a Buddha brooch on? It looks like she's wearing some sort of like Buddhist statue. Maybe we're going to get a philosophical like Roseanne. Yeah. You know? Ah, life is suffering. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. Our wisdom. That's my. Is that what Roseanne sounds like? More or less. I kind of make her sound like a so, 1930s I, gangster. <laughs> ah, <protein. laughs> Derek, you've been That's doing comedy videos for a long time. Yeah. How would you say, that, you know, you've been around since what, 2003, 2004 doing videos? Yeah. Would you say even in like in the last few years, there's been just a massive paradigm shift and it's gotten kind of like weird to maneuver certain things? Um. Yeah, it has. It sucks, man. But for uh, if you... I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I think it's harder to get away with stupid shit. I don't know. I think people he's who, trying his best to maneuver through that thought. You know, there were people who were it's never hard. really funny to begin with, and I feel like a lot of them are getting kind of pushed out of comedy. You know, like uh, rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, if you're really funny, you're still funny. You can still be funny. That's the category that I fall into. I see a lot of people complaining like, I can't, I'm a stand up. I can't make racist jokes anymore. Fucking America sucks. It's like, oh, I don't feel sorry for you, man. Yeah. And like, that's not even like exactly what I'm circling around. It's like, you can say whatever you want. Some people are going to say, maybe you shouldn't say that. It just, you know, what people want in general now is very confusing. I feel, you know, it's like, what do I, you know, we're trying to make our big break over here. Do I got to show my dick on a pro Jared's YouTube channel? Is that what it's going to take to break through in 2019? Who knows? Um, but the paradigm shift in comedy. Yeah, it's there. It's happening. Speaking of, let's, uh, we got to punish these two folks. Mr. and Mrs. America, they're dubbing themselves. Hmm. Uh, I got, I got nothing. All the jokes and I got nothing. Fuck. You can't take down the king and queen. You just can't. Um, I'll, I'll take them down. This is Thought Cops, goddammit. Have to listen to their own stand-up set uh, by themselves in an empty room. 
just really let the. So you say what I really sound like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh god, I sound terrible. Exactly. Just let the let it all set in. All take my... a deep look. Yeah, take a deep look inside. And hey, you might... why? Why is this guy? Why? Why is this guy who's talking sound so fucking stupid? I almost said a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> he might say that. I don't know. He probably would. I mean, if I'm doing a character, I guess I can get away with it. And that's and that's what he's doing. He's doing a character. He's like, I can say whatever I want. Says the law. Character law. You guys been uh, keeping up with the news surrounding uh, Kim Kardashian? Are you asking me if I'm keeping up with the Kardashians? Oh, I regret. I regret this. I'll show myself out. I have Thank heard you. this story, uh, actually, as much as I hate to fucking say it. Can't escape Kim news. Yeah. I, uh, what, what's the show, um... Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt has uh, not a, not a great show. I don't enjoy it a lot, but it had a really good uh, joke in one of the episodes where Kimmy starts rattling off all of the uh, all of the things she knows about the Kardashians, and she's been in an, under- an underground bunker for the past ten years or something. And she goes, "How do I know all of this stuff?" <laughs> and that's how I feel. That's how I feel about. <clears throat> anything pop culture related is like why do i know who taylor swift is dating who kim kardashian is fucking bothering now why, so what's why happening do i know this all week? this stuff uh kim kardashian plans to trademark the word kimono as you can imagine a lot of people who uh you know are of a certain ethnicity are like hey that's not your word that's our word why are you taking our word and lawfully putting a trademark on it there's no way that's going to hold up in court. Um, to me, the bigger issue is what's with all these people trademarking common words and language? Uh, how did that get started? Yeah, that's, a, that's a bizarre new thing, I would say, within the last two years or few years or something. People have been... there. Were, I feel like we've talked about a few stories like that on Thought Cops of just people who... Trademark yeah, a certain word and there's yeah, backlash. God, damn. I, don't know. I can't remember anything. Uh, apparently, you're not allowed to say Super Bowl. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to get you guys in trouble, but I say Super Bowl on every broadcast I can. <laughs> in fact, I even try to do brand confusion. If anybody out there is listening, this is the Super Bowl. This is, <laughs> this is literally the NFL championship you're listening to. This is the do, Super do, Bowl. Do, do, do. Yeah. When, when we were doing uh, this story uh, back in, what was it, February, uh, we were, I think we bleeped out every every occurrence <laughs> of the word Super Bowl as a joke. It's ridiculous. Uh, hey, Zwick, we're, we're leaving it in this time. Yeah. We're going to be, hey, you know, they say you can't fucking say anything in comedy anymore. These PC police, guess what? Super Bowl! That's right. There I said it. I hate that superb owl shit that Stephen Colbert <laughs> oh, did. God. I thought like, dude, that's, that's so weak. Yeah, you're really yeah. sticking it to them by uh, doing exactly what they want and not saying the word they trademarked. You got them, man. Real edgy. <sighs> but, uh, Kim Kardashian, she's trademarked the word kimono, apparently. Maybe we have yeah. to believe that. Why is she getting away with this? She's going to come after you. Oh, I guess we got to fucking pay a royalty for that. She's going to sue your ass. Oh, you can't say kimono anymore. You can't say anything anymore. Oh, man. It's the absolute state of comedy right now. I think, you know, what's amazing is when you just when you thought she couldn't become any more universally disliked, she trademarks kimono. She's a genius at hitting new levels of uh, repugnance and just unlikability. She has an uncanny superpower to make people just dislike her. Oh, that's commendable, actually. I mean, you kind of have to respect her for that. 
She's kind of like a, like a supervillain. She's, she's sort of like a Jafar. That's your first go-to supervillain? Jafar? Like well, no. Have, Jafar. You seen, have you seen people like do side-by-side pictures of her and Jafar? I haven't. Do I have to pull this up? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Kim that. Kardashian. <laughs> I, might, I might as well see this. You know Kim Jafar. Kardashian released a video Just, game uh, a few years ago. Do you remember that? Uh, what? Oh. oh, yeah, it was like a mobile game? Like a mobile game. So, you know, I do Mega 64. We do video game out in public parodies. We almost parodied that game out in public. Seriously? Yeah. I was going to dress up like, because the whole point of the game is you go to Hollywood and you just literally try to collect money. Like you just try to get rich. And it's like you're going into stores, like looking for money and trying to get people to give you money. I'm not kidding. That's like the point of the game. So we wanted to do a video where we just dress up, dress up like Kim Kardashian and go around stores like, uh, have any money that I can have? He's- I'm pretty sure that's called being homeless. <laughs> the game. Not when she does it. It's, uh, you know. Homeless and sexy. If you're, I guess you can make anything chic nowadays. Yeah, if you're sexy, technically you're not homeless. It's uh, non-compatibility yeah. between those two realms. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got a home. It's called being hot. Uh, there's a Venn diagram on life, and in this circle, there's homeless, and in the other circle, it's sexy. It's a weird Venn diagram where it doesn't cross over in the middle, you know? I guess it's the opposite of a Venn diagram. Whatever that would be. Well, I just, uh, I got to end uh, with the punchline of this story, which is uh, the hashtag that's currently trending on Twitter is hashtag Kim Oh No. Do you get it? Do you, un- Kim Oh No? Think, think real, think thoroughly. Oh, do you no. guys get it? Yeah, it's, it's so, it's, Kim it's, Oh No. Twitter's so clever. Those hashtags, man, blows my mind. Yeah. So, so I get, uh, I get scared sometimes at how clever the hashtags on Twitter are. I think they're really ch- going to change some minds with this one. Yeah. People in the chat are currently asking me to explain it, but I'm too... I, know, I, I think I'm, some of Andrew Dice mind? Clay's jokes are funny, so my, my IQ's fucking room temperature. It's depressing. This is... Uh, I don't know if you guys covered this on a previous show. I'm going to hijack the show now with a new story of my own, but did you see like a few yeah. weeks ago people got upset that Kylie Jenner threw a party that was themed after The Handmaiden's Tale? I uh, might have must seen have it. Mi- must have missed it. I think I think I have a natural sense to uh, sort of turn blinders on to most news, and I really have to pay attention to uh, you know. We're getting outraged. Uh, she threw a party. She dressed up like the main character, or whatever. And they're like, "Wow, that's tone deaf." Yeah, you, she throws this party when people are literally dressing up like this character to protest Congress and and all their you know women's rights issues. And I just thought, like, yeah. Maybe don't dress up like a TV show to to protest uh, politics. I don't know. That's just me. It's Dep- fucking to be depressing. <laughs> <laughs> like, jinx. <laughs> it's oh, depressing, Jinx. You owe me fucking, I don't know. Outrage that you took my favorite yeah. TV show, which also happens to be my number one political platform, and you made a, and you made a party out of it. God. Dude, I think we need to cancel, like, Halloween I know this isn't yeah, a Halloween party. Halloween is but a problem. At this dude. point, it's just a it's a fucking problem. If you're not dressing up as a ghost or a ghoul, just don't even fucking show up. No. Don't do that either. Yeah, ghosts are offensive. Like you can't even be. You can't. You can't be anything anymore. Yeah, because it's like yeah, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, so people are protesting from Congress by dressing up, aka appropriating this show's you know lore and uniform and. uh 
and then someone else appropriates that and it's like well we don't like when you use it and it's like but it it doesn't belong to anybody it belongs to margaret artwood or whatever her name is yeah. who wrote it plus Holy like fuck. what kind of protest is that i'm anti-war so i'm going to afghanistan dressed as a stormtrooper you know because i'm really going to show them how fucked up war is you know does yeah, that mean that up. I can't wear a stormtrooper costume to the next Halloween party that I'm going to? Wouldn't Dude, this fucking it? guy dressed up like a stormtrooper. Doesn't he know about my protest? He's fucking making fun of me. It's offensive. <laughs> the fucking protest I'm trying to do. Fucking asshole. As long as I got Pepsi at the party, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Pepsi makes peace, baby. It does. It really does. It brings people together. Problems. Yeah. So they should just, pun- just fucking throw it. Throw this all in one big pot. Okay. They- Kylie, the Jenner, fucking Kardashian, the, the Kardashian clan. Yeah, the Kim Kardashian clan, as I as I will call them now. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. So, is that like a KKK for short? How are you spelling clan? Uh, he said to the C. listener. He I said didn't, I didn't, spe- I didn't spell it. He said when I said it. I didn't. When I, I didn't have when I said it, it sounded nice. I was spelling it with a C in my head. Okay. I don't know so about we'll, you. We'll go with that. I don't know about you guys. You guys remember that Simpsons joke where Krusty did the Krusty comedy classics at the Apollo Theater and they spelled it all with K's? Yeah. Oh, man. If, if it's good enough for Krusty the Clown, it's good enough for Thought Cops. It's classic Yeah, gag. maybe maybe that's, that's, uh, that's, maybe that's the punishment is uh, Kardashians, uh, maybe the new KKK. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking questions. Uh, just legally, no, we're not, none of the ideology, just the branding. We're going to transfer the website over to them. Uh, you know, they, Kim Kardashian has to take uh, over the trademark. Brand. She has to trademark the uh, burning cross. Yeah. Uh, David Duke, Chris Jenner, Chris Jenner, David Duke. <laughs> nice to meet you. You're not, you guys Have are on the same marketing team now. You're all under the same umbrella. Uh, you know, publicity for one equals publicity for all. Just love I love the together. idea of the KKK being this like highly organized, like refined fucking organization of just people who are just into marketing. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, that might backfire. Kim Kardashian's so popular. She'll raise, you know, yeah, the she'll, rising tide lifts be, all ships. Fuck, dude. Shit. When I was in Tokyo, there was a big building that just had three big black letters on it. Yeah. KKK. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I know they're in Japan, but like, how do they not know what that is? Unless that's just what it was. The, the Japanese branch. I don't know. Well, when I was a kid, like I was never really into sports. I'd go to the Padres games, baseball games here, and they'd hang up a K on like f- something to do with pitching at the stadium, you know, and it, it would spell out KKK. I'd be like, what's going on back there? What's up, San Diego Padres? You, you throwing your political ideology at me? I'm 10 years old. I'm confused. <laughs> I understood that shit. If you're into baseball, maybe you can explain it to me. Uh, I never figured that one out. I like to call it sports ball. I'm one of those guys. I have to put you on two minutes of hate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get on to the uh, word of the week. So this week's Thought Cops Word of the Week is T, as in that's the T. What? How, what? So the T, as I understand it, is conclusive evidence often associated with internet scandals and gossip. So when something comes out, there's a big argument online, there's drama, there's gossip. We love it. We get the views on it. 
And when it all comes crashing to a head, someone goes, and that's tea, sis. Or maybe you spill the tea. I, I, I think Why that might be something different. Why do people talk like this? I don't know, man. <laughs> is this a saying? Yeah, that, you haven't that, heard this? But is this a saying that's existed outside of the internet? Not. Why do people talk like this? Didn't it come from RuPaul says Ionet Runner in the chat? Oh, and great. Now people are calling me homophobic and sexist. Well. Oh, well, I didn't know. I well, now is, you know. It's a learning experience, this show. You should have known. I should have. Sexist asshole. That's the T. <laughs> I don't know if this is related, <laughs> but you ever notice how, like, uh, I, I really don't know if this is related, but, like, there's something about nerds, like, worshipping anything British. Maybe yeah. that's... Anything British, you know, anything like, Japanese. Like Doctor Who or... or Oh, I'm, I'm a real gaps. big Whovian. Ah. Yeah, I... The word like, Whovian uh, in and of itself. Sherlock, Harry yeah. Potter. I watch I watch BBC television. Oh, it's so great. Shut up. It's not fucking great. It's awful. It's so boring. I own that room in the chat you? says they're Britaboos as opposed Brita- to as oh, opposed to Weaboos. That's good. That's good. Yeah, they are. I sum this up to Britabooism. That's the tea. They drink it over there, don't they? Why are you talking like I that? I think. It's like, oh, I put milk in my tea because that's what they do in England. <sighs> I had fun with the stomachache, asshole. Uh, I went to Scotland once and uh, somebody ordered Domino's. They have like a whole different set of toppings over there. They put like weird shit on their pizza. They even fuck up pizza you, over there. Did you get the haggis pizza? No, no, I didn't get haggis. They put like, uh, like corn on the pizza, like kernels <sighs> of cooked corn. Yeah, dude, Japan does that too. Fuck. Like corn and mayonnaise, and guess what? It was yeah. actually pretty good. I liked it. Oh, all right. But I'm a little freaky like that, I guess you could say. Order a Domino's now and just put your own mayonnaise on it just to relive the glory days. Yes, yeah, so I, I got a jar <laughs> at home. It's fine. Instead of using pizza sauce, just yeah. use mayo. It's my little <gasps> trick. Oh, that's my. Hey, Tits, one ticket to the bank. Officer Kevin's pizza trick. Anyways, Anyways yeah, not familiar with the tea, the word of the week tea. Not going to be saying that shit. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, no one. It's the ultimate. No one can come back from that, you know. He wants you to. Say, Nobody wants to talk to you after you say that stupid shit. <laughs> Fuck this guy. He talks like a moron. Yeah, I'm out of here. Sometimes, like you just imagine talking to normal people like this, and they're just like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, nobody would get away with saying that in real life. You it's should get fired from thing. your job if you're caught saying that in person. Sorry, did you just say that's the tea? Pack your shit up, get out of here. Don't come in on Monday. You're fired. We don't need you in these parts. We'll find a new Domino's delivery driver. Get out of here. We don't like we don't like your kind around here. Us here at the Kim Kardashian clan. Get out. <laughs> so before we get to our voicemails of the episode, uh, Derek, do you want to plug your social media and all that other good Where stuff? Where we can find you. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, I'm prominently known for doing Mega64. Check out Mega64.com, YouTube.com slash Mega64. If you've never seen it, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Gustavo. It's like a fucked up spelling of the name Gustavo. G-O-O-S-E-T-O-F-F-O-H. My Instagram is Derek Acosta only. Uh, And check out Heart Slayers, the Heart Slayers podcast. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that podcast out. I want to listen to it now. I'll, I'll put it on when we when we stop recording. Um, yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh, let me see here. Get to some voicemails. Yeah, we'll get to some voicemails. Yeah. 
Hey, this is a question for uh, Garrett. Uh, this is one of Rocco's <laughs> friends uh, from the Power Rangers forum. Um, I want to know what Power Ranger you'd be if you could be one of them. Not sure why that was addressed to Garrett, but uh, Derek, you can feel this one if you want. Which Power Rangers character would you be? Oh, man. What Power Ranger character would I be? I would be the Pink Ranger. Because uh, Pink Ranger's the sexiest ranger. It's the ranger everybody fantasizes about. It's the ranger everybody wants to get with. You know, you probably expected me to say Red Ranger or Green Ranger, but I don't have these, you know, uber masculine fantasies. I want to be desirable. It's very progressive, I think. You know, the world, I think we're ready for a male Pink Ranger. Just saying. Long, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a hero. fucking right about that. I think we need a male pink ranger and uh and he's the only male and all the other rangers are female. That's what we need. And it's a porno. Yes, queen. Our rangers porno rangers. Mighty Morphin porno rangers. They have to fuck That's the monsters brilliant. to beat them. This is such a good idea. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe we haven't done this to, yet. You need to trademark this. I mean, there, there's no way Rocco hasn't seen that. Have to fuck the gangbang the monsters to kill them. That's god. I'm a genius, frankly. <laughs> All right. Next voicemail. Hey, Baca. Hey. We're back. Long, we to drop in. Long time, no voicemail. Ever. Oh, yeah. we noticed. Back with our Claw Mary Kill. You know you love my, it. Let my partner take over. It's a little more complicated. It's a two-parter. Yeah, keep up. All right. Okay, so for your fuck, Mary Kill, for you and your guests, you have the choice between Shia LaBeouf, Nick Cage, and Keanu. But, Keanu, you may choose one of three. You can either do Keanu from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the new right. one, because I don't know if the old one was underage or not. Uh, right. Keanu John with Keanu, or just regular plain old Keanu. <laughs> Bonus, I guess maybe you could throw in Neo Keanu in there, too, if you would like. Pick your favorite Keanu. Pick your favorite Keanu. All right. All right. Happy birthday, guys. Happy thank birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Have a birthday so, today? Oh, that's yeah. We're it's the, coming yeah, up we this got, weekend. Yeah, this uh-huh. is our. I guess this is our birthday episode because yeah, we both got birthdays this weekend. And if you're listening nice, uh, uh, when this comes out, yeah, if, if you're listening Basically, when this comes thought, out, you, you missed it. Twins, t- uh, twin cops, more um, or less. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're Danny DeVito. I'm not that much shorter than you. Anyway, so back to the important matter at hand here. Fuck Mary Fuck, Kill. Mary Kill. It was uh, Nick Cage, Keanu Reeves, and uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I'm going to go first. This is an easy one for me. Kill Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Fuck Nick Cage and marry John Wick. I'm in total agreement. Okay. Derek? Hard disagree. Uh, oh. Kill Keanu Reeves. Ah, uh, he's America's sweetheart. He's breathtaking. Fuck that shit. I am so tired of Keanu Reeves right now. He's hit me. He's hit meme status, which means it's time to go. It's over. All versions of Keanu Reeves need to be wiped from the record. Uh, up until last week, I was a fan of Keanu Reeves. That's over. No more Keanu. It's tired of seeing his face. Uh, as for the other two, it's a toss up, I guess. Marry Shia because Nick Cage is a little bit older. So if I marry him, he's going to die on me. I mean, he'd be heartbroken. Uh, <laughs> so I'll have to fuck Nick Cage. Plus, you know, let's be honest. He's probably he's got that O face that's going to be like crazy. The weird, the weird <laughs> smile. I don't yeah. know. You definitely want to yeah. see that. 
It's the most disturbing thing. I never want to see that. It's going to be like a man just covered in blood. He's going to quote smiling um, lines from the Wicker Man while we're having sex. It's going to be great. It's going to be hot. Bees! That's uh, what he says before he ejaculates. At least we can all agree that we'll fuck Nick Cage. So thank you for the voicemail. You brought us together. Uh, Next one. Let's just do daddy sodas. Oh. Good production quality. Hey guys, this is Wick. <laughs> you guys suck the thought cops. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you guys are great. I love you. Please abuse me. <laughs> Thanks, Wick. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and sing now. <laughs> All right. I'm going to regret this in the morning. I may have had a few taddy sodas, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, thought cops. <laughs> uh, I'm Zwick. <laughs> that was a really good Zwick impression. He forgot to say uh, Zwick away. Zwick away. And, uh... And, okay, I'm going to go fuck off now. Otherwise. Spot on. Spot on. Perfect. I didn't know the difference. Oh, that, oh sorry. That wasn't Zwick, you're telling me? <laughs> oh. I don't know what that was. Uh, what the, what the <laughs> hell did I listen to? Zwick is our uh, producer and audio engineer, and he's going to love editing that and having to listen to us rip on him. Tear him uh, shreds. Our, our audio, uh, Mr. Zwick, Commissioner Zwick, uh, he drinks this drink called a daddy soda, he calls it. And he mixes uh, Red's blueberry ale with peach schnapps. Is this a drink you would drink, uh, Derek? Uh, Red's blueberry ale with peach schnapps. That sounds good, man. I like poured right in. I like those sugary alcoholic drinks. I just feel like when you're combining two different kinds of liquors like that, just never a good idea. You never know. You'd be surprised. There was something else in there, too, wasn't it? Like uh, Malibu or something? No, I think that was it. He's in the chat. What's he saying? It's like you wake up with a headache. Yeah, the sugary drinks always do give you the biggest headache the next day. Yeah, that's it. It's only those things. So, yeah, if you're ever, you know, if you're ever at a bar and you're like, I don't know what to drink tonight. Just uh, tell tell the bartender uh, you want a daddy soda. He'll know what you're talking about. I went to this bar in Seattle once. They had a drink called Unicorn Jizz. Uh, it was the best tasting drink I've ever had in my life. It was like watermelon and bubblegum vodka mixed with like pineapple juice and grenadine. Some other stuff in there, too. It was crazy. How did you feel ordering that from the bartender? I didn't like it. I actually stole the recipe, uh, brought it home to San Diego, renamed the drink Little Hulkster. So that's what I did with it. But it's a it's a tasty drink. Have to uh, fly up to Seattle and get a cup of that sweet jizz. Yeah, go to the Unicorn Bar, order some Unicorn Jizz. If you think Daddy's soda's good, just wait till you have the jizz. <laughs> hey, soy cop. Uh, you know, really, really annoying. When people say shit like met, like for fast food, we all know it's garbage and it's probably going to put us in an early grave. And then people still are like, do you know what's in your food? No, I don't. And I'm going to keep it that way because I'm going to still eat it. They could literally take it. They could literally just show a video of how McDonald's is made and they take a fat, juicy shit inside the hamburger machine or whatever. And I'm going to still eat it at McDonald's because, you know, that's just what I'm going to do. You're not changing anyone's minds. I know it's flop. I know it's terrible for me. I see every time I'm fast food, I'm in the toilet like later that night, like, wishing I hadn't done it. But you know what? I'm going to keep eating fast food, and um, none. It's not going to change. So stop it. Honest, if nothing else. 
Just going to keep eating that diarrhea burger. Yeah, if I saw uh, a video of... self-destructive, okay. <laughs> but, you know, she's honest. If I saw a video of a McDonald's employee shitting into a patty and then pressing that into a burger... I would not eat at McDonald's. I got, I'll go on the record. You can quote yeah. me on that. Right, right. Listen, I know honest, some people don't want to see how the sausage is made. But it's yeah. like, do we really want... I, like I, it's like, whatever. I know the hot dog is made with, like, pig anus or some other cured anus. Yeah. But if I saw someone taking a shit in a bun, I'm not going to eat it. I'm drawing <laughs> the line there. I don't know if that was a girl on the line or just, like, a teenage, yeah. you know, like... 13 year old boy because the whole sentiment of like you could take a shit in my mcdonald's hamburger and i'd still eat it that's some like eighth grade mentality shit going on right there <laughs> she's sounding off in the chat wow i'm a 26 year old woman ah uh, you're like a 12 year old boy <laughs> mentally <laughs> roasted What's with all this like oh, celebration of uh being disgusting too you know like people are so proud of like the the heinous shit they do to their body. You know, like, yeah, I fucking smoke cigarettes. Fucking deal with it. (laughs) You win. I mean, uh, you're not hurting me, I guess. I'll I'll be real sad at your funeral, I guess. Uh, It's nice knowing you. Sorry if you're in the chat. I didn't mean to offend you. It's just, I didn't know you were listening to me. I feel all bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're good, man. We all, sometimes we all need to hear that. We gotta. Yeah, we need. We all need to be set straight. We got a little boy inside of us. Yeah, hey, that person likes I eating have, hamburgers made out of shit. So <laughs> I don't have a little boy inside me, Kevin. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, thought cops. I own Netrunner here. My biggest uh, two minutes of hate this week is afterthought idiots. These are the idiots online. So it's an online problem. You're welcome, guys. Uh, that something you. happens God. to them so they post online that you should do something because they didn't like oh hey my car got broken into last night make sure everybody locks their doors like yeah i fucking lock my door you dumbass <laughs> what fucking idiot doesn't lock their car door you you you're not doing <laughs> us a favor by telling us you got your car broken into and we should be careful and lock our doors and i'm pretty sure they're doing it to justify like why they got broken into or some bullshit but they're not. They're just dumb fucking idiots that want you to know that, oh, hey, don't be a dumb idiot like me. Don't do this thing. Uh, we should punish these guys by just breaking into their cars all the time. <laughs> anyway, thanks, that's guys. Good. Keep up the good show. Or not. I don't care. I do. <laughs> Keep it up. I pay for this. Anyway, vote up. <laughs> idiots. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, I am not runner. So, yeah, I mean, if only you could post a Facebook status got the best example of that what's that uh, i was on facebook i was on facebook like two weeks ago this is, you want to talk about afterthought idiots somebody posted that they were at the airport in los angeles and witnessed the moment a mother had realized that her 14 year old daughter had been kidnapped what let that sink in this girl was traveling um and she was like yeah i was just at the airport and i saw the most horrifying thing a mother's daughter was kidnapped i was there at the moment when she realized her daughter wasn't there anymore i saw her heart break i saw her screaming and crying and gathering the police and informing them of what happened and then she paused her and she just went make sure you tell your family you love them oh my god and it's like you know i already uh Tell my family should, I love them. I don't should do that. I don't yeah. think I need to witness a heinous crime <laughs> to uh, to realize that I love my family. And the, she just sat there and did nothing. She went on Facebook. All right. 
she probably saw the guy the burglar taking her off and was like oh my god it's happening i think it's you go through this shit and you just want to like talk about it you know but you can't just say it you have to turn it into some sort of poignant like a call to action you know I would have liked the story. You know, I saw somebody get kidnapped at the airport. Wow, that's crazy. Don't tell me what's, how to treat my family, okay? Please. <laughs> hey, don't turn it into a lesson. Come on. What up, boys? Kevin Grant. The Gluminati calling in from a, a haunted house in hell. There's some dark shit like that. Just wanted cool. to give you boys some birthday wishes and shouts out. Oh, thank you. That was the edgiest happy birthday I've ever gotten. Thank you, Gluminati. Oh, that's the, that's Glumina, I, yeah, the, oh, okay, follow him on Twitter. Thank you, uh, thank you for the, uh, happy birthday. I'm sorry, was that the Illuminati, or was that Gluminati? That was Gluminati. Oh, okay. Google Translate translated but it, it, it wrong. it could have been the Illuminati, I don't know, I don't want to say anything, maybe but. Maybe he's part of the Illuminati. Like, this guy's hey, part yeah. of the cabal of bankers that runs the world? He's calling it a thought cop. Where's my birthday check? Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? We've tapped into something, uh, something great. We got one more. Hey, Thotkoff. Hey, this is Ari. Yo. Uh, hey. I'm following up with, uh, a thing that happened last time I was on the show. Mm-hmm. Grant coined the term soy friend, and I yes. said that I would try to use it around my girlfriend. <laughs> and I did. I said, uh-huh. hey, would you consider me a soy boy? And she said, yeah. And I All said, right. would you then consider me your soy friend? And she was kind of like, what's, what's happening? What are you doing? Um, and she wasn't really about it. So sorry, Grant. Uh, it's not going to spread from here. I've been trying, but it's just not happening. Um, so yeah, I hope it does catch on. It's a great word. Happy birthday, guys. Thank Later. you. Thank you. I wish it worked out better, but you know. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for spreading the word and, uh, continue to do so, please. <laughs> I think your, I think your problem is you used it with, your significant other you have to spread it around and then have you know the people around you sort of like hey what did that guy say that sounds pretty cool i'm gonna say it yeah and then she starts saying it naturally because the people around her start saying it derek are you a soy consumer like uh the edible soy what yeah soy tofu anything containing soy like do you drink soy milk anything like that sauce Hitting the sauce. Yeah, I got no problem with I got no problem with soy and, and tofu and soy sauce, especially. So we're just trying to get this whole thing going to kick it off. So instead of a boyfriend, it's you know a guy who you know a guy who plays too many Nintendo Switch games drinks to, uh, uh, soy milk, and then we say milk. they're a soy friend. So apparently, I don't know. No, like I, I'm not about that. I'm, I go the other route. I don't replace the word boy with soy. I replace the word soy with boy. So, uh, you know, I tell people I'm just going to have a cup of boy milk. Uh, <laughs> I go to the, uh, eat some sushi. I'd be like, yo, give me some of that boy sauce for this fish. <laughs> That's what's really going to catch on. Yo, we all drinking boy milk tonight? That's a better tonight? idea than mine. Yeah. Fuck. Yo, who wants some boy sauce? I stand up in the sushi restaurant and I scream <laughs> that. <laughs> I, well, what a better note to uh, end on here. Derek, thanks a ton for coming on yeah, the show, thank man. thank you so much. Thanks, guys. It was fun. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Have me back whenever you like. Absolutely, man. Oh, Everybody, so if you haven't checked out Mega64, obviously you should. you got a lot of fucking content. got a lot of catching up to do. Up yeah, we do a weekly podcast that. as well. Check out the Mega64 podcast if you get a chance, everybody. I'm on it with some other guys. And, yeah, Mega64 podcast was the podcast that got me into podcasting. So take that as you will oh nice 
Anyway, uh, got one final thing to do here on the show, but we'll let you go, Derek. Okay, well, thanks for having me. Like I said, uh, you know, keep on policing those thoughts, guys. Thank you. You got Do it. Well. Take it easy. Appreciate See it. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we wanted to take a moment here to remember our friend Alan Foster, a uh, good friend of the show, uh, host of Not For Human Consumption podcast, who tragically passed away this week. Uh, Alan was Alan was a great guy. Alan had a lot. He was a very big personality. Yeah, absolutely. And he was someone who was very easy to talk to, which, you know, obviously his line of work, he couldn't have picked a better choice. So, uh, you know, we spent the last year or two ripping on each other, calling into each other's shows, leaving voicemails, and talking shit. Which was a lot of fun, but... Uh, it was always in good fun. I it wanna... was always in good fun, but uh, just some behind the scenes, Kevin and I would always talk about how, despite the fact that the shit talking was so much fun, we would always be like, yeah, but I kind of feel bad doing it because I like those guys so much. Yeah. You know, uh, we had, yeah, we even had Alan on the show um, just about a month ago. We had him on three times, two times. Yeah, he was on three times. Yeah. He called in for but they episode one hundred. They did love the shit talking, though. They really did. <laughs> yeah, no, we know, we know. We it, it was mutual, you know. Um, yeah, he called in for episode seventy, episode one hundred, and a couple weeks ago, I want to say one. 19 or something he was on another one too was he earlier but we, dig- we digress yeah um just show the guys a not for human consumption uh some love this week and if there's any information that we get as far as supporting alan's family uh we will update you as soon as we find out uh, but that was some very upsetting news to get this week yeah, it uh, it was hard to hear, and it you know I know he had a wife and kids and stuff, mm-hmm. and any anyth- anything we can do to support the guys at Not for Human Consumption or his family or whatever anybody needs from us, it's it it sucked. I I was completely shocked. Yeah. I saw Dylan post something on Facebook. Yeah, I got about, your text, and I was like, I was, it saw, was I'm like, unbelievable. What? Yeah. So, you know, if it comes down to it, if we have to do another pizza roll eating competition to yeah. raise money, um, Alan's idea, of course, we would be happy to destroy our bodies with pizza rolls. Um, <laughs> and I mean, you know, collaborating with him on that type of stuff was some uh, sincerely some of the most fun I've had doing any sort of content creation. And I know from from the same place that I try and do things on this show um which is from the perspective of i want people to enjoy themselves and enjoy what they're listening i want to be entertaining i know that he had the same exact thing going through his head so it was 
it, it was unbelievable to be able to have this, you know, collaboration with him, you know, this sort of weird, silly rivalry that we had, um, you know, into uh, that pizza roll eating competition was one of the most fun things I've done in my, like, it, it was so silly and ridiculous and stupid, but it, it was so much fucking fun, you know, and those guys made it that much fun and Alan made it that much fun. And yeah, to, I, I don't know, Re- reach out to his friends and family if you feel it appropriate and, you know, show them some, some love because, uh, they need it. I actually cried. I cried for the first time in a long time. I cried for the first time yesterday. It was stupid. It really hit me. Cause, uh, I was talking to Dylan and it was the first time I was talk. I ever talked to Dylan sincerely. And that's yeah. when it hit me that it was bad that like, it was actually, it actually happened. Yeah. Uh, tweet at Dylan, tweet at, uh, Matt and Dave, Matt, uh, Matt Nesbitt, uh, check out Matt's, uh, stream whenever he's streaming. Yeah. Uh, drop, drop into those guys, reach out to them. They're all great guys. Yeah. Uh, Dave is awesome, but he's never on Twitter. I think he's only on Facebook, but yeah, reach out awesome. to, reach out to him in the best way possible. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It just sucks. It's terrible. The only I just thing say they were, Oh, go ahead. The only thing that uh, sort of gives me any sort of solace is that uh, he spent all weekend hanging out with people at the uh, the Dick Show Live Road Rage event, and he got to be at this event that I know that we all loved, um, hanging out with people that I know that we all loved. And uh, yeah, just the idea that I, I hope he had the time of his life, you know, that weekend and, you know... I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we'll miss you, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To sign off this, we're going to play a song from the, from uh, him and pretty much NFHC's band, uh, Ghostwalk, called, uh, from the album Lullaby, called Final Lullaby. I went and asked one of the guys, and they suggested that song because uh, there's a lot of heavy bass in it, and it's just, it's a good song. All of their stuff songs are good. But yeah, they did have a side pan, and uh, I thought it would be appropriate to play this for the end to sign us out. Yeah, absolutely. 